Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 30th of May to the 5th of June, 2022. Monday the 30th of May. Birdsong and the buzz of bees fills the early morning air. Blue sky sits behind light, thin, teased clouds and appears through the rips and cracks. There is a cool breeze. For the moment, the sun is out, but warmth is tempered. Salvia, orange blossom and snapdragons play host to many small bumblebees. A wren moves about a bank of twigs piled up against a fence. It becomes cold, very, and there is a strange light that is tiring and turns to eerie by afternoon. Pale, almost golden wisteria, green cotoniaster and ruby purple smokebush crash against each other as the wind bounces them in unseen swells. Rain patters lightly, on and off. Spittlebugs have been busy making their cocoon nests in the crooks of leaf and stem. Within the frothy cuckoo spit, new life is growing. Froghoppers will emerge with coiled energy, ready to leap huge distances. A red kite glides in strong winds, low and against banks of grey and in gossamer fine rain. Tuesday the 31st of May. Hard rain fell overnight and by morning the ground is wet, slick and shines. Half the sky broods in heavy darkness, the other bright blue. Thunder rolls in dry air and I wonder if the wind will blow it in. It pulls clouds from the west and it is cold. The darkness crawls across the sky, blanketing and looming before cracking open in loud thunder and a downpour of heavy rain. All colours seem to stand out sharper against the dark grey. Flowers glow and leaves look luminescent. A tiny ball of fluff baby sparrow sits in the sea tray asking to be fed by its obliging parent next to it. The soft, tiny feathers ruffle in the wind and it hops about not quite sure what to do with itself. Blackbird sings between showers. When the sun returns at half past five, so do the birds. Wood pigeons preen damp feathers sitting precariously high up on thin fir tree boughs. Wet leaves and grass glisten and shine. House martins feed in late blue skies, having been forced to shelter. A crow makes off with an entire fat ball in its beak. Dark light, rain, bright sun, and at 8pm, over the soaked field at the front, a double rainbow. Clouds become stained, bright pink. Wednesday the 1st of June 
The large birds make use of big blue skies and a hint of warmth after previous days of cold. Buzzards circle high and in seemingly tiny loops from the distance. A red kite glides serenely in no hurry and carrying its large and graceful body with an ease and confidence. Enormous gulls circle and soar, a darkness on the wing giving gravitas. It is hot in the sun the moments it is out, but stray away and the cold is surprisingly sharp. The greenfinch is vocal with its drawl coming from deep within the foliage. Goldfinches chat in their insistent burble. In late afternoon, a sparrowhawk hovers for a short moment, then makes a straight line away. It does not turn on its speed, that means a catch is imminent. Large blue Canterbury bells have opened on delicate pale green stems. Their eponymous flowers hang and move back and forth in the wind and would surely chime if they could. A thin slice of crescent moon glows orange in not quite dark sky. Thursday the 2nd of June Wide blue skies and bright sun bring in a beautiful morning, but the air is still cold. Unusually, Mr Blackbird eats from the feed tray. Normally ground feeders, it seems odd to see him there. He appears incredibly hungry and fills himself enthusiastically. He even ignores a second male blackbird beneath, who is in turn oblivious of the other's presence. Then a scrabble of starlings come in and jostle all others off. There is a slight cool breeze rippling the tops of trees. Much noise comes from the jackdaw nest in the chimney pot. The skylarks sing in the field to the back. The bees are busy. Orange blossom snapdragon, salvias, escalonia, tempt them this way and that. Robin sings bright and clear. Starlings click, chatter and wheel as chickens make gentle waking up sounds. Pollen spores still blow in on the wind. They spin and flurry and are taken wherever the flow leads. Nigella is opening. Soft, frosted blue and white on frothy stems. House martins fly over our heads, bellies as white as the large puff clouds above. Jackdaws band together to mob a crow who flies from treetop to treetop. Danger. Friday the 3rd of June. Hot and with a wind that blows roughly. At Mum's. The lawn is full of clover, small white and purple globes filling the grass and in so doing becoming alive with bees. Vegetables grow thick and fast. Above us, swifts scream and speed, perhaps ten or more together, shooting across the blue skies and about wheeling, then streaming back across again. A crow flies over with one wing distinctly ragged. Yellow roses climb and arch thickly and in an unruly manner in their haste to put out more blooms. As the day goes on, the air becomes heavier, the wind wilder, and the clouds meld into each other to form a pale ceiling. 
oilseed rape glows neon in the overcast. House martins are busy feeding on the wing. They dart about not far from trees and houses, turning tight circles. A slice of golden light pierces through after eight in the evening. It is fractured and broken, like stained glass dissected by the waving branches of the old green-gauge trees. A wood pigeon croons in the late quiet. The world shakes and trees sigh and sow. Saturday the 4th of June A heron flies over in the early grey. Slow, steady, a straight line of elegant grace and beauty. A wind pulls cloud over the sun on and off, bright to dark in a continuous kaleidoscope. Blackcap is vocal, sitting in the branches of the hawthorn and singing out his intricate melodies. Skylarks sing in the distance. Tall stands of ribwort plantain shimmy in the breeze. Their rosettes of long oval leaves show bright green where the sun shines through as they point towards the sky. I hear blue tits all around and see them fleetingly as they move quickly from tree to tree. I pick our first ripe strawberry, large and sun-warmed, hanging over the edge of the planter the bright scarlet red so vivid among the green. A red admiral skitters about the clematis, clashing vividly in colour. A bumblebee attends a pale pink aquilegia. It has chosen a flower almost gone over, and as it clings on, the last petal falls, tumbling the bee with it. Tall grasses dance and bow, bending gracefully forwards en masse before standing up to twirl and shake again. A red kite flies over in perfect blue. Glorious wings spread wide, flick tips underneath a flash of white, calm and taking its time. Sunday the 5th of June. Rain came heavily in the night. Earth is dark and soft. Paving slabs reflect and shine. A great spotted woodpecker comes to the feeder for the peanuts. Handsome in black, white and red, it stands out in its outfit against the sparrows. Young starlings scream at their parents to be fed, the adults bicker. The lightest, fine drizzle sets in, the sort that seems to hang suspended rather than fall. The sky is complete white without a break, a blank page on which the rest of the world is drawn. Cockerels still call through the grey, straining conversations up and down the row. Grass is sodden underfoot. A large black beetle, a devil's coach horse, lies half submerged in one of the drinking bowls on the lawn. The front is above water, and it lies on a grey stone as if resting halfway out. Unlikely to want to be there, I help it out, whereby it burrows safely down into the ground. A second orchid flowers among the long grasses. There is a soft silence of gentle birdsong with robin trills cutting through in crystal clarity. Rosemary leaf beetles shine their jewelled disco casings as they nestle among the lavender. 
Apples are beginning to form. Grasses are soft in purple and green. Today the delicate stands are perfectly still in the dead air. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.